Hello there and welcome to the latest episode of the Sith Taker Snapshots podcast. I'm your host for today, Rich Polly, and joining me is Liam Baker. Uh, Guten Tag. I am international. Vigate. Uh, adieu. Cool. Alice Clare. Du bist ein Dummkopf. Miroslav Closer. <laughs> All right. I've got to move on before you embarrass yourself any further. Um, also, joining us, also joining us as usual is Ben Hibbert. Did you push me to third because I wound you up at the start? I mean second, but good captain. <laughs> well done. Well, I classed you as first. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's like the American-British difference between what floor is what when you get out of a lift or elevator. <laughs> um, and speaking about confusion in Americans, joining us all the way from Hexiled Gaming, it's Scott. Hi, Scott. Hola. Uh, no, I don't do Spanish. Sorry. No, come on. It's the only <laughs> one that I studied. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Uh, I'm, I'm, running through, I'm running through the Dora theme tune in my head. Bienvenidos. <laughs> Good oh, enough. Dora, the exploratory Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Thank you for having me. It, Oh, you're welcome, and it's good to hear your voice um, when I can actually talk back to you, as opposed to just typing frantically and trying to be sarcastic in chat um, on, on Hexiled. So, um, for people who don't know, Scott runs, um, I'm going to say, one of the biggest regular Twitch channels for X-Wing Games, which is Hexiled Gaming. So, um, we're going to talk to Scott a little bit about that, um, about the big event. favorite, too. It is mine. It's the one that I actually put my free Prime subscription into. And, you know, All right. Flattering you everywhere. <laughs> so um, we're going to talk a little bit about Hexile. We're going to talk a bit about the big event that you're currently running, um, which is the Kyber Cup, uh, which mm-hmm. we briefly mentioned last week. Um, a few other bits and bobs, uh, as well as um, some of the uh, card spoilers that AMG threw out um, just kind of after we recorded last week, which they, they normally do. So we're looking forward to some more. Uh, this week, um, just to annoy me yet further, so it's all good. So, um, Scott, um, I've known you via the internet for it feels like quite a long time now from back in Slack days when mm-hmm. we started off like kind <laughs> of chatting right. about stuff, and everybody was just like just shooting the breeze and having a bit of fun, and then oh, all I of miss, a sudden, I miss the Slack. I do miss Slack. It's a fan- it's a fantasy football slash fantasy soccer channel now. I it's, think it's very um, dead. Isn't it? I, I go on every <laughs> now and then and just look and feel a little bit sad. Scott, you when did you start up Hexiled? Because it was around about it was pre-COVID, wasn't it? This wasn't a, a reaction to COVID to everything going online. You've been running Hexiled for is it about three years now? So I actually looking at the earliest video on my YouTube, my first. As far as I can tell, my first video on uh, YouTube as Hexiled Gaming is April 22nd, 2017. So it's wow. before you heard about it. <laughs> yeah, there, I was doing IRL streams every once in a while at my local store. Um, and then uh, I, I, I probably one week of Vassal streams and then I moved over to TTS. Yeah, because yeah, it looks yeah, better. Sucks. Yeah. This, I mean, this reminds me of a conversation that Ben and I had at the start of COVID because I was kind of in on Vassal because it was free and there were a lot of people doing it and it was easy to get mm. pickup games. And Ben just kept going, but it looks better. It yeah. looks like you're actually playing X-Wing on a table where Vassal looks like you're playing a computer simulation of X-Wing. It was like, yeah, but it's free. It's like, yeah, but look, TTS is seven quid today. 
you can get it for nothing if you just wait a few weeks. It's you basically back down into peer pressure because I kept mithering yeah. and mithering, and everyone else was slowly coming over. And you're like, okay, I'll just dip my foot in. I did, and then <laughs> I basically, I finally deleted Vassal off my desktop about two or three months ago, and I was like, yeah, I've not looked at that for two years. Maybe it's don't let Ollie know about that. I'm pretty sure he's not played on Vassal. I think the Vassal community's basically died now completely. Yeah, and I entirely blame Scott. Uh, hold on now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, so, go ahead. Yeah, go on. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. Um, so I, I used to work, well, I, I still do some work in film. So when I was watching, when I started playing X-Wing, um, I actually started watching GSP, of course, but um, at the time it was X-Wing Junkies who mm-hmm. were my favorite. And so watching that, I was like, oh man, I can, I can do that. I, I know enough people with gear. I can get the camera out. I can set it up. I know enough about film. I'm actually in the sound side of film. So I could figure out enough about the camera side to, um, to actually shoot a quality uh, uh, stream. So that's what got me started. Um, and I, I, you know, I did off and on streams, IRL and a little bit on TTS until COVID happened. And then I, there was no filmmaking going on in COVID. So I got to treat Hexile as a full-time job. Um, and I think between me and, and GSP moving over to TTS and doing a lot of online events that really got TTS going. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's been, you know, a tremendous thing for, for me being able to meet international X-Wing players and, you know, expand my horizons beyond just the, you know, the few people that play at my store. So it's been a wonderful thing for, for me and the channel. So I mean your 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 regular kind of streaming time sort of hits um end of work day in kind of UK time. So you you stream kind of starting almost 5 p.m. UK time through till about 9 10 p.m. depending on how the games go. Um mm-hmm. and the guys in uh kind of Europe in like kind of Germany and Poland and places like that they're they're even you know they've they've had time to commute home and have their 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 food um and then sit down for an evening of hexile so it it feels when i kind of look at it that the majority of your regular audience is kind of european is that is that fair i think so it's yeah it definitely wasn't intentional but because for me it's like i wanted to treat it like a job so hexile is nine to five um i get up in the morning and i you know i edit the videos and i do all the work i need to do behind the scenes coordinating and running tournaments and creating prizes and stuff and then at noon um, I'll go live and do a five hour stream, which generally gets me four games. So that was, you know, that was the math I did, which is just, uh, all right, I want to end at five. Well, let's do a five hour stream and, and start at noon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just so happened that, yeah, I was in the middle of the day for us. So I was entertaining people who got to just watch streams at work. And then I was having players on who either were in the U S and for some reason could, could play or mostly, like you said, in Europe, um, yeah. And that's where you met Funwalk. <laughs> oh boy, that's where Funwalk happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> he's a force of nature. He's awesome. He's a fantastic guy. Um, I mean, you've you, the community itself. It's a it's a bit of a um, it's a bit of a unique one because like you, if you look at Hexile, there's this almost you know. It, it, I think it's almost split down the middle and you, you're probably going to tell me that I'm wrong and then it's not like this at all. But from the outside looking in, it looks like about half of your regular players just go full jank, like 100% mm-hmm. nonsense every single time. Like, I'm going to do all all hawks. I'm going to fly, you know, 
all of these dumb ideas that I've just had and I'll, I'll throw them down. And then the other half, it's like, it's filth. It's absolute degenerate, hardcore, <laughs> like what you would call net lists from any other thing. And it's just like, yeah, the kind of thing Tim would fly, let, let's be honest. Um, it, I mean, I, I've enjoyed um, going on and flying some, I'm, I'm going to say, more unique variants of things. Mm. But also a couple of times I've been like, well, I'm practicing for an event. So I'm going to, you know, I'm going to run this rebel nonsense or that Jedi nonsense or whatever. So is that is that like a a, a good summary of Hexiled or do you, do you see it differently? No, I, I think it's I think that's right. And I think some of it is due to TTS in general and that you can just put things down on the table faster and that you, you know, maybe don't have you don't have eight hawks to fly in a list. So it allows you do, to do things that would be um, either, you know, impossible or really, really difficult to do IRL. But I also try to push that sort of stuff either in my casting where I celebrate things when they are rare and when they are unique. Um, and I try to, you know, impart on people that that is impressive and that is fun and that is something we should celebrate. And then also in what was the bounty system where we would have monthly bounties and try to encourage pl players to try out lesser known um, upgrades. And then recently it has changed into the um, the bucket list, which is another way to to get people to fly weird and strange things and try to come up with combos that you don't see very often. But um, as opposed to the, the bounty system where we would see this people flying the same three upgrades throughout a whole month. Now we can sort of change it and add to it throughout the month, which has really helped keep things fresh and interesting. I, I must admit, I love the bounties, like mm -hmm. seeing same. people. Um, trying desperately to make some absolute nonsense so bad that it can't even be good card work um and it's like do i just make a normal list but put a ship with that crew card on it and then there was a i think there was a period where people were like ah so i can just fly around down here or it doesn't matter and you were like no you have to use the ability and yeah. you have to win the game so you can't yeah. just use the ability turn one and then be like, nah, it doesn't matter now. You've got to actually win the game to get the bounty, which made it a lot more interesting because then you got um, some people coming in as uh, as bounty killers, as bounty hunters. They would actually actively try and stop people from successfully getting bounties. Um, That's the thing was... I can do. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love stopping people from having fun. Sign me up. I, it surprises me, just but there are multiple of you. <laughs> It's like people saying, how, how do I get this bounty? Oh, well, you know, you've got to, oh, I can't remember what some of them were. It's like, you know, it'd be like, you know, you've got to use Commander Pyre and win the game sort of thing. And it'd be like, all right, fine. Well, this back before Commander Pyre was good, remember? Oh, and, I remember um, Aelis Akura crew, like getting oh, her yeah, ability yeah. to do anything or Plo Koon crew. Those were insane. They lasted a long time before people could actually successfully pull off their ability and win the match because you've got a bullseye something with a lat to get a security's ability to oh. work <laughs> it's like yeah i tried that one she a good card very expensive not worth putting on there but also trying to bullseye a ship oh it was oh it was painful but yeah it was a good bounty because it wasn't you know the, the, the biggest fear for me was like creating these challenges and then people get all of them in day one it's like well, i wow i really should have tried harder i thought that was more difficult than it actually was yeah yeah that works they're, they're really really good um so the bucket list stuff that's going on at the minute what what kind of a thing are you putting on because obviously the bucket list is for 2.5 um and yeah, so, is it just like using a pilot that's not contrail in a v-wing is it, is it that kind of thing <laughs> yes it, it would be stuff like that 
Um, some of the newer, I mean, because we were getting newer drops, it was like, hey, man, I haven't seen a commando on stream yet. So the first person to win a match using a commando, you will uh, knock that off the list. And then I think I was doing random raffles for anybody who, uh, for all the people who won a or achieved a uh, bucket list challenge at the end of a week. And then anybody who had the most would automatically win stuff as well. So let's try to give people an, an impetus um, every week. Somebody's going to win something. And then, of course, I, I try to display anybody who makes his accomplishments on my white screen and, and on Discord and stuff and really celebrate those players who can cool. pull those things and off. You get those, um, you've got like a prize wall as well, haven't you? Where you can, mm-hmm. you like, you get like prize tokens that you can then trade in for, you know, alt art cards. You can save them up for tokens and all that kind of thing as well. As, so, I've, yeah, I've, that's what I've, I've, I've yeah. never got that, that into it. I've never been that <laughs> successful. <laughs> So yeah, as in lieu of um, of assigning anybody uh, alt arts or something that they may not use, I have this big, expansive, and ever growing prize wall. So I just give people tickets, um, two at a time. Two tickets will get you at least an alt art card. You can save them up. I mean, I've got full ships on there for eight, I believe now. Um, so yeah, it gives players their choice, which I think is a lot better than trying to nail down what card they might actually want. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's awesome. Um, yeah, I've looked at it sometimes, and I always think to myself, "How can I get tickets?" And it's like, "Oh, I've got to do bounties." And I'm not, I'm not Johnny Hall levels of bounty <laughs> build this building. So he's he's a Sith taker now. He's joined us and regularly plays with us in in real life, which is awesome. Um, See, he but... he wanted me to name drop him, but you went and did it. So now now I'm not gonna. He's not gonna like me as much. <laughs> You can do it as well. Um, you, you can give him his internet name. I gave him his real life name. You can you can do some yes. internet in for him. Wani um, Hall, the hero of Dagobah. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite. Oh, I can't say one of my favorite players on XL Gaming. Just one of the best people in X Wing. He is so nice and so good, and that it shouldn't be allowed on the same person. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's awesome. Like he when he turned up at um, at Element, our our local store, and. He just like came and said hello and was like, it's weird to hear your voice. Uh, like, but coming out of a person, not a, head, a headset. And I was like, I, cool. Who are you? And he went, oh, I'm Wani from Hexiled. I was like, oh, you're that guy. <laughs> like, Me, I watched him, Wani? I've wow. watched him play in these nonsense jank lists. And I was just like, oh, that looks fun. That looks yeah. good. Um, so um, we've got... Um, I was just going to say, should we talk about um, how? Well, first of all, let's let's do the, the 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 boring stuff. When do you stream so that people who don't maybe don't watch Hexiled so far? So it's Twitch.tv forward slash Hexiled Gaming. Mm-hmm. And oh. when do you stream? Uh, what days? And how do people get involved? So I stream from Sunday to Friday, so six days a week. Uh, it is noon my time to five p.m., which I believe is. 1700 to 2100 you guys yeah. can tell me if i'm right about that roughly um, yeah. yeah um and you can get involved by just joining my discord go to hexiledgaming.com and scroll down to the bottom there's a big old discord button and that's the best way to get involved in the community go into the lfg channel every day um i am looking for players to play on stream if you're available in those times and i will prioritize new faces um so yeah just look in the uh, the pin there and there'll be a a wait list put your name on there and i'd love to have you on prioritize new faces interesting lists mm-hmm. um, people who are doing it for fun and enjoyment um and competitions as well so if you're playing in a in a game in a in a league or something like that you you also would like 
show kind of finals and stuff of various TTS tournaments and janky formats. So you had a few of the Pokemon games on as well. Oh, um, yes. I mean, Jawa, Jawa has those insane, or t- well, Team Junkyard now, uh, has those insane formats. And they're, I mean, the cards that they are making are getting better and better. And the Pokemon cards especially were incredible. I have oh, some yeah. up as giveaways, and it breaks my heart to send them to other people. <laughs> I, got a, I got a pile because I did so badly my last two games. I just had the <laughs> I just had the bounty list up on the second monitor and I was going, right, so I need to hit a rock two turns in a row. Okay, just fly something (laughs) over a rock two turns in a row. Right, that's a bounty check. (laughs) Yeah, I see them as doing what I do, but better. Like, I I wish that I had that bounty system in my events. Like, it's so brilliant. And I love to find ways to encourage players to do things other than just outright win matches. And they're, yeah, they're doing great yeah. great stuff we there. we stole it and by stole it i mean you know gave full um credit where credit was mm-hmm. due um when we ran the sith taker open last year we we had like a list of maybe 10 bounties and just like a big table full of alt art cards and other prizes and things like that and a and a list and basically anytime somebody got a bounty like did one of the bounties they got a, a check next to their name and the person who got the most at the end which was uh, kester um won that's, a yeah, dengar figurine um that's because i give him three in the first game i know 200 nil the sith taker it was yeah uh, yeah filthy um but there was one of them um one of the bounties, which was absolutely crazy, we didn't think anybody was going to get it, was um, finish a game without losing a hull or a shield. Uh, so you could, um, if you wanted to, like if you could regen, and that was allowed, but that was the mm-hmm. only kind of get out around it. It was, can you absolutely annihilate somebody, not just 200 nil them, but per- the perfect game where you just don't lose. Um, and one guy claimed it in like round four or five or something. Um, we couldn't believe it. Um, I said, what happened? And he said, well, he set his ships up in such and such a way. And I thought to myself, it was Sunfac and a bunch of um, uh, drones versus, uh, it must have been Imperial Aces or something like that. And I was thinking, yeah, that feels like a really, them. yeah, it was Lewis. It was, yeah. He said, that feels like a really hard matchup for Lewis, who was flying the Imperial Aces. And he said, yeah, the way he set it up, basically he exposed Sunfac for the first two turns. So I just five forward afterburners with, and then with Duchess, like went straight, straight afterburners boost. Um, was on Sunfac within two turns, took him off the board, and then the um, the poor drones were just there going, well, well then, <laughs> what are we supposed to do here? And it, it lasted about seven turns in old version two, and it, it was absolutely brutal because at that point he starts just initiative killing drones, like two drones a turn with his three ships. It was just like, oh right, filthy. Um, so couldn't believe it. But yeah, we stole it. We're going to do it for the next Taker Open as well. Um, got to try and figure out how we do it because some of them were, you know, really, really like every round, like two or three people scored one of the right. bounties. Um, but some of them didn't really get claimed at all because people were forgetting about them. So just try and figure it out. Because we've always done like um, spot prizes. But, you know, we kind of used to think them up on the spot, like, oh, the first person to roll three crits out of hand can win a thing or whatever. Um, yeah. If, I think if they're pre-written or like pre-decided, pre-determined um, what yeah. they are, you can then get to the bottom tables where the people can't win the event, but they can be like, I'm going to try and get that bounty. Let's yeah. let's work together. Let's collude to get a game that finishes with less than f- <laughs> less than five points between us. It doesn't matter who wins or loses. We've got to have it close at the yeah. end because then we both get a bounty. And I think it just puts a bit more interest into it. So I love awesome. that. I love that. I think it keeps people 
Yeah, it keeps people engaged. It keeps people around at an event. It, it just it says like once you have two losses, there's not you, you don't need to drop and go home. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's the thing about events, isn't it? You've got to you've got to make it interesting for the people who are in the bottom half of the room. Other than you know, Element has got its own bar, so oh. you know people tend to just play X Wing while drinking. Once they're yeah. out of cut, it's like, yeah, let's get the beers in and just keep playing. Now we're we're literally just here to have fun, and you know we have prize support up and down for them, so it's all. So that's why I judge when I'll start drinking. As soon as I can't make cut anymore, that's when I start drinking. <laughs> it's always raging when you're on the winning end, when you're sitting on the bubble for the entire event. <laughs> you just can't relax. It's like, oh, if only it was easy. Um, are you playing in person at the minute, Scott, at all? Um, I, I played my first IRL game in a long time on Saturday, so uh, mm-hmm. two days ago. And, Did you win? Uh, I okay. See, this is the question we have to get away from. Did, did you have a good time? Yeah, I, I won one and I lost one. So you had a good uh, time. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm just I, gonna I, say when people ask me if I won, that is asking me if I had a good time because it's the ooh. same question, same answer. <laughs> you must yeah. have a lot of bad games then. Well, we know that's not true because I win a lot. <laughs> don't I? <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's just been kicked. <laughs> Not quite sure why, but uh, probably then. Uh, <laughs> again, Liam. <laughs> stop, stop! You need to stop kicking me. This is unfair. You need to stop letting your ego run away with you. That's what you need to do. At least I haven't timed you out. <laughs> if you're really naughty, I'll put you in that's the, the timeout. Well, that's the only time my ego's come out. Liar! We have to listen to you in a chat group all the time. Oh, right. I'm I'm gonna to talk to Scott some more here about about his about no, his go ahead. IRL play. <laughs> so you, you played a couple of games. Um, what mm-hmm. what um, having seen literally everything that's possible to play across several thousand games on Hexiled over the course of the last few months, uh, <laughs> what what did you choose to bring to your game night for your couple of games? So uh, I I guess it was two weeks ago. I was um, in downtown Savannah having. Uh, imbibed um so i was feeling real good and i went into a uh a a store that sells some game components and i was surprised that i I knew they had the starter set for x-wing but they actually had a starter set and a razor crest so Mm -hmm. i uh in my inebriated state i decided to buy the ship that i wasn't into i'm very hipster about my x-wing like i don't like to buy the new stuff i like to fly old stuff and and what's not cool but um, I got over that with the help of alcohol and bought a <laughs> razor crest. So uh, now, you know, in the, in the light of day, I felt guilty that I bought the ship that I hadn't really intended to fly. So I, I made a, uh, a razor crest list after seeing, um, I don't know how this is going to go over on the podcast, but Dom Flanagan uh, playing with his mm-hmm. um, guild bounty hunters. And that, see, that, that was my way in is like, okay, everybody's going to be doing Q9 and Mando. So, I am going to be doing the guild bounty hunters like Dom. Um, and that was my way to make it like a little hipster. So, but I didn't buy two. So I just had one. So I needed another six point ship. So I added lots Rossi. I think that was Daniel Smith. Gadwag um, had, had made that suggestion for the same reason. He bought one razor crest, but didn't have two. So he'll put uh, lots Rossi. And so I had those two and then you fill out the rest with the cheaper ships. So I had a have Nadru. Um, I have Nadru and what else? Oh, Manaru. Yeah. 
Manoroo? Yeah, of course Manoroo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't say you're hipster if you're flying Manoroo these days. Manoroo's yeah, oh, those, those, those three, like... I mean, yeah. <laughs> the, those three are just so, the best values in Scum right now. Um, yeah. And I, I had not been able to, or I had not flown Manoroo yet, so I was pretty excited about that. R5P8, Punishing 1, Contraband, and Notorious is pretty great. Um, yeah. I will say I, I got to use oh notorious is brilliant on that shit. yeah it's fantastic the only i was a little torn between um putting notorious on lots because it has a bigger arc so potentially a better chance of of triggering the ability but um i'd already had the loadout for uh lots i think it was gamut key lando um houndstooth because i was actually planning on putting nadru on uh on board the yv uh, mm-hmm. in reserves so that was fun. I think I did that once. Um, and contraband. Yeah. Have you got IG88D on lats? No, because I do so the, that was the, the Lando nonsense. That was the decision I had to make is IG88D Lando, or what I was planning on doing is feeding Lots Razi focus from Manaru and taking a reinforce, gamut key to hold those two on, and then go into the engagement with reinforce focus and then either target lock. Or do another reinforce or whatever I, you know, needed to do. So it was like I, I would have three green tokens. I didn't necessarily need IG88D, um, and I, I did do that twice. I, I fed the token from Manaru, held it with Gamut Key, and I think I went into both first engagements in both of my games with double reinforce focus because I didn't need to target lock. Right, I, I have Lando. I can spend my reinforce if I need to to reroll dice, um, and if the other ships are shooting me before I shoot. They got to go through double reinforce, and so, double reinforce is ridiculous because it just reduces two hits into your front, or you can front back if you're surrounded. You can just front back reinforce. And I, I had it set up in in the way, and and that's the kind of thing that I loved about Notorious Manaru. And then I had Manaru behind lots, so you could shoot the closer target with double reinforce, or you could shoot the further away target with Notorious. So it was like there wasn't a great option there because i think i had my smaller ships off to the side and and the guild bounty hunter was was doing a long flank so i it in in that small like one or two or three turns it was like oh i I got exactly what i wanted to happen in the in the first game it really worked out and i I ended up winning on that one but the second game that was against gar saxon with sloan and six um obsidian ties and sloan Sloan tilts me to no end. That is just one. I hate that. And he, <laughs> he did a great job of, of keeping his ties out in front of the gauntlet. So I couldn't get to it. So I either had to not take a shot into the gauntlet or take a really bad shot into the gauntlet or shoot tie fighters and take the double stress. It was, it was all bad. Oh man. Sloan makes me sad. It's a card that's designed to punish you for playing X-Wing. <laughs> and I, I think we, we just have to take a second to appreciate Sloan on a ship with two green dice because previously on a reaper or a decimator or a, a, a lambda it's you know y- you can you can shoot that ship and you can eventually kill it but that second agility on that much health on the uh the gauntlet is insane yeah it's the two and a half uh, it's the it's the version 2.5 game length of kind of five six rounds becoming average and the gauntlet with reinforce with two greens with tokens with everything else and then yeah you, you also, just kind of say, also people are just generally stressing themselves more as well aren't they yep. yeah 
Yep. And I mean, me, you know, my, my YV and my, um, uh, the jump master <laughs> with contraband, like I was very much planning on doing that. And then, it, mm -hmm. you know, that, that I get punished for that. I mean, well, I, I can't even remember what Lats does. Um, oh, well, that's the yeah. brilliance of 2.5. It doesn't matter. I brought that chip because it was six points, not because I wanted to spend a target <laughs> lock to tractor somebody at the start of engagement. Ah, oh, fair enough. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's you like Ferris. I, I think that's the one of the brilliant things about 2.5 is like now, if nobody's using that ship or if the, the pilot ability is too hard to pull off, you can just, you know, make it price to move so that people see that as a, you know, the, the reason to bring it is because it's cheap, not necessarily because you want to build your list or, or, or make this ability happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a fair point. I mean, it's we we touched on Dom's um, list a little bit, and I I do want to mention it because it is it is disgusting. Um, I don't know exactly how he built it out, but basically, it's two guild bounty hunters in um, ST seventy assault ships or razor crests, as as the world knows them. Um, plus, then Kanan in a hawk with the mm. child crew and patience, and then Manaru. Um, so basically, he's got two mediums and a big base to help with capturing and holding and blocking um, various different objective points. And then he's got Kanan sitting at the back saying, if you shoot me, I reduce every single shot that you shoot into me because I, that's how I regenerate my force. If you shoot the other ships, then for probably two turns, I'm reducing your shots into them as well. And in a shorter game, trying to chew through a razor crest, two razor crests, and a jump master with minus one red dice on basically all of your attacks. Oh, it's a it's a thing of beauty. It really is. And it's, <laughs> it's horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah, it's I, I, I love it. I mean I I personally don't I don't feel confident enough to take Kanan. It feels like a support role ship to me, and I, I wanted more ships, so I just split Kanan into um, Ahab and Nadru so that I could potentially, you know, in a certain scenario, I could go grab objectives or whatever I needed to do. I didn't feel like Kanan would really fit that role, but uh, Dom seems to get work done just fine without two ships, so kudos to yeah. him. Um, Dom's a, a very, very accomplished player, and he'll have thought a lot about how to how to do that. So um, I'm looking forward to playing against the list because it's one of the ones that's been living rent-free in my brain, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> How would I beat that? I don't He's know. actually nearly convinced me to buy another one. I, I mean, you can always play... No, you can't. You've got to buy more. Buy, you buy more. On, you can go on TTS and, you know, play a, a couple of games with the list before you decide to sink another 30 quid or whatever it is into a Razor Quest. Razor Quest. You and I did. Are you, you going to buy it, Rich? Are you mm. going to play it? Rich, are you going to play that list? I might try it out on TTS, but I don't own any of the other ships. So, um, I mean, you are a scum player, though, aren't you? No. I mean, no. how many fangs do you own? I own two rebel fangs. Uh, how many gauntlets do you own? I own one rebel gauntlet. You own a razor crest, right? Uh, yeah, that's the only scum ship I own. I <laughs> that's fly, not true. You can't fly a one ship list. So. Uh, oh, you got a gauntlet. You got a gauntlet. Yeah, that's for rebels. Ships. Then you that's fangs. a, re that's you a rebel ship as well. No, I burned. I ri ritually burned all of the other base plates and dials before I started playing. Pre press so. X to doubt. 
<laughs> Control Z undo. Undo. Um so um all right, cool. I mean it's it's interesting and I love talking to um a guest we come on. I mean, one of the things we, we have these questions that we ask um our guests when they come on about like their thought processes about like how they think about the game. And I guess I want to ask you the the, the questions that we ask in uh, almost because you've got the perspective of watching commentating on so many games and you know you get the the madden pen out and you draw you know a three bank will leave them kind of here and um what when when you think about games and when you think about what moves people are going to do next what's kind of your your order of operations like how does your brain do you do you think about you know what moves can i do then what's the best thing or do you think about what do i want to achieve or what what how, how do you think about planning your moves well i i will say it's very different um when i'm commentating versus when i'm playing because yeah when i'm when i'm commentating it feels easier to just you know because i don't have a a dog in the fight i can just go to each player and say okay this is what i think they're going to do and this is what i think they're going to do and what's most important um but when i'm in playing on the table it's very I, I get tunnel vision right i i just look at my ships and i have to sort of force myself to go oh but what do i think they're going to do where are they going to be so if i'm if I'm in my own head about it, then yes, I'm absolutely. I'm going to their ships first. I'm I'm figuring out who's moving first and and how I can get past that and put myself in the right position. But it's it definitely, uh, it's a fight. It's a struggle. Um, to to do that in real life, what I do commentating. I suppose you don't have the um the different camera overhead views and the exactly to draw and I, moves out and go he'll be kind of here so they maybe he can do that and that kind of there, thing. there is definitely something to say to moving back and up and and getting further away from the table that makes it feel like i mean detached and and give you more of a sense of um the full scale and like a grander strategy as opposed to being as close as possible and only seeing what is five straight in front of you and not the whole board. So that's why we know that Liam has an advantage because he's a freakishly tall human being. Um, I mean, we saw I mean, at, uh, a world's final once. Tall. I mean, Sim Simeon Delapino, when he played at Worlds in, was it 2017? Whenever it was, he won it 2018. Um, at one point, he stood on a chair so that he was on an even footing with Yelta DeBoer, <laughs> six foot seven. Yeah. Um, so you know he was like yeah i'm i'm, I'm gonna just even things up here because you, you've got an unfair advantage being a whole two feet taller than me sort of thing um yeah maybe that's maybe i should invest in an x-wing box that not only holds my materials but that i feel comfortable standing on and then it can be dual purpose i can get that yeah. that height that i need i mean you could do it properly and you could buy the authentic darth vader boots the built-in platforms Ooh, that's not a bad idea <laughs> Just full cosplay, full Darth Vader cosplay. Get it done. Spend that nerd money. <laughs> all, all that, all that filthy internet cash, Scott. You've got to spend it on oh, stuff boy. that you don't need. <laughs> cameras. I need more cameras. Like that's the thing is, like I, I, I want less. Um, I, I feel the desire to less to get more X-wing stuff and more production stuff. I want lights and cameras and extra angles, and that's the way I want to go. You want those button console things on your desk that you can press to make stuff happen on the screen when streams happen and things. Absolutely, that's that's the kind of thing that you need. There's a is it what's he called the guy that is the candid clarinetist who stopped streaming recently? 
um, Sam, he's mm-hmm. got all sorts of effects and stuff that happen on his stream. And I know you've got a few like lightsabers and stuff that come along the bottom. Yeah, I know. It's well, I, yeah, and Candid and Three Twelve and Greg, they've all got these really beautiful streams, and I am just so lucky that they are not streaming during the same time as me because <laughs> their stuff is way better. But uh, You're I, I'm glad it. You know, it's yeah, well, yeah, sure. That's that's <laughs> the word. But it, it is. It does create a nice little arms race, and and where we see what each other are doing, and it hopefully will push me to be more inventive. Yeah, I, I, I will. Him. I will point out that Sam does have a dog. Is yeah, is that all it takes? I'll get a dog, and suddenly I will. Uh, my stream will get better. I'll be more creative. Yeah, he has oh, a cool yeah. He jumps up on his knee and just like waves at the camera and stuff. It's he's, he plays to the crowd. It's a it's a cheap trick, but it works. Mm. You know, literally, I only go. I go on his stream. I go, "Where's the dog?" He will then get said dog. I will be visually enlightened and then i leave the stream <laughs> we have a, I do. amanda's got my, my wife has a rabbit does that count uh there's already rabbits in the x-wing community ollie potnell's got those yeah you think ollie nobody else has a dog in the x-wing community is that yeah the, but that's you, you can never have too many dogs okay all right you can never have too many dogs I mean, oh, hold, on, hold on let me let me let me win him over all right so this this rabbit was um found out outside it was uh, obviously a domestic rabbit that somebody had set loose it was enormous it is enormous um and my wife brought it into the apartment and we remarked on how bad it smelled and i said oh my god it smells like meat um and she said it's not his fault um it's his hormones that he's spilling in his urine and i said okay we're naming this rabbit pistrami (laughs) <laughs> and that is uh that's the story of pastrami the rabbit i like it but it's a the it's a pun, twisting. It's a pun yeah, and it fully 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 plays into my terrible sense of humor mm-hmm. so. and it's it's really fun to explain to the vets when they do the checkup and they go they go pastrami and you go no pastrami and they go yeah <laughs> with, a, oh, with an a it, yeah sure this no. is going to get uh hey hey i don't think any of it Probably oh. a fine, probably a fine word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> take so anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna um, we're gonna move on to um, Kyber Cup. Um, okay. So this is your second Kyber Cup. Well, second yes. big online thing because the Kyber Cup ran. I think this is season seven or season six of Kyber season, Cup. Is it? This is the end of the season six. Yes. Okay. So previously it was like little pods that you played everybody in your pod and then you like got promoted into a better pod against players that had got the same like record as you and eventually there was a pod where everybody had won all of the games so far and they then played like a like an elite champions league kind of playoffy kind of a thing well um so well let's let's go over so when i took over so the the original uh tts event was not called the Kyber Cup, and I can't remember what it was called then, but Sharky ran it, and then I joined up with him because I was getting into TTS and I, you know, obviously I wanted more competitions on TTS, and he was already running one, and I think he was doing like a, a hyperspace and then an extended or something like that, um, and I believe, I'm going to pat myself on the back, I, I came up with the name Kyber Cup, um, and he liked it, so we, I think, ran season four cup together um and before then it 
I don't know that there was an established structure as much as like whatever the players were feeling feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. Then I think going into five is when I decided to do two leagues and then a cup. Now there have been various leagues of various different structures. Um, but yes, what you were talking about, the pods came about with the Kyra Cosmic League. You play, um, I think it was a pod of four. Um, yeah, it was a round robin pod of four, wasn't it? And yeah. then you, yeah. So it was just a nice way to give people a league where there was, you weren't competing with an entire ladder. It was just the people in your pod. And then every, um, uh, once those pods round robin had been completed, you would be shuffled into another pod of people with the same uh, record. So hopefully it would get the, the, not necessarily easier, but better matched towards the end. Um, so cosmic was great. We tried an open league where people could just play anybody as many times as they wanted. That didn't take off very well. Then we did an elimination league where players could vote on what cards to be removed from the game. So we've, we've tried different formats, but I think the two leagues in a cup, that is always going to be a season of Kyber from now on. Cool. So the Kyber cup Mm -hmm. was not the current one we're currently playing, but the previous one was Mm -hmm. the biggest online x-wing tournament to run during covid okay uh does that include Uh, nearly 400 players yeah i think jank tank is bigger okay so jank tank was slightly bigger yeah was an elimination if you put enough enough caveats yeah if you want to say like swiss event or something like that then i think we're up there so it was run over multiple weeks. It was like a one game a week kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And was the first one, was it almost 500 players? It was like 480 or something like that? Yeah, it was in the 400s, yep. Yeah, it was It was stupid dumb, um, <laughs> like how big it got. And mm-hmm. um, and this one, the, the next one, a uh, little bit smaller because, mm-hmm. you know, well, multiple reasons. Real life plays come back. TTS has dropped off a bit, 2.5. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't coming in you're mm-hmm. on just over 200 240 something like that is it yes 240 yeah something, yeah something like that which is i mean amazing um the best thing about the kyber cup is that it's free um but we can mm-hmm. donate yep and donors get a little bit extra couple of cards kind of thing that non-donors don't get um but otherwise you can enter it for free which is great because if you're feeling like you've got enough um, money to chip in, you can do. Uh, if you don't, um, then you can play anyway. You're not excluded from it. So it's something that I, I hugely appreciate um, is that it's not an exclusive or exclusionary event. Um, so, yeah, big more props to you for doing things that way. Um, but the prize support that you put on for what is in inverted commas a free event is quite mm. phenomenal. Um, and I know that it's funded by the donations and the more people donated, the the better the prize support got because it kind of cascaded down, didn't it? Like, you know, the first yeah. funding goal got prizes for the winner and the, the top four or whatever. And then yeah, it, it kind of rolled down. But um, how long did it take you to fund? Because I remember the, the one, the, the big one, the one that was over 400 people, like mm-hmm. you got it funded in about seven minutes or something stupid. Yeah, it was um, insane. And And every time we do it, it, people are like, well, you should go bigger next time. But it's like, I, I I mean I, I I make the prizes first, and then I say how much is it going to cost to make these prizes, and I try to add a little bit extra because I always underestimate, um, and it it just ends up being a little under a thousand dollars, but uh, like you were saying, yeah, I mean I, I purposefully make it so that the more money that the event raises, the more people get prizes. So we start with 
you know, the, the winner and then it goes into finalists and then top four, top eight, top, you know, so on and so forth. And then the last one I believe is, is TTS versions of every single prize so that, um, everybody gets, uh, something right. There's, there's going to be a TTS room with all of the prizes, um, available in it, uh, digitally. So, uh, that was definitely on purpose. Um, and you were talking about the keep having it free. That was something that Sharky insisted the, the original person who was running the TTS tournaments. And I definitely agreed with, um, and like you said, it, it breaks down barriers, uh, you know, with, with competitions like worlds or something, if you want a, a big giant international community to, to all play in one event, it's prohibitively expensive. Um, it takes time and, and lots of money, uh, and, and lots of travel. So having a free event with an international community, there, there were no player limits. There were no, in, uh, bars to entry. So, uh, hopefully we, we get almost a more pure experience of there, there's nothing in your way. Um, so hopefully we get, uh, you know, a, a great representation of skilled X-Wing from all around the world. Yeah. I mean, I think the last one was won by, was it the Goji list or did he not win? Did he get the, to the final? Oh, that was, was Raz. Raz. Yeah. I don't think he won that one. Um, yeah. but I would need to check. I don't, I don't think the player who won that one is back in the event this time no he, I, I remember now raz raz got all the way to the final with everybody not being able to believe that goji was in a list that was doing well yeah, um that wasn't then by the time he hit the final everybody had looked at his list and figured out you know they'd seen him play on stream three times so it was like right we know we know what he's going to do now so it was almost the he lost the uh, the element of surprise that maybe if it had been a one-day event he'd have he'd have closed it out but and by the yeah. time he made it to the final, you know, there were people who'd been running reps against it to get practice for, <laughs> you know, against his opening because he did the same opening in every game. So it was, right. you know, um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, so I'm going to put you on the spot now, Scott. Okay. But not too badly because I'm not going to ask you to tell me who you think is going to win this Kyber Cup oh, uh, because that would be rude. But which I faction am. do you think is going to win this Kyber Cup? Well, so the the thing is, we're going to have a, a points adjustment in oh, this man. event, right? I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, they have to drop the points for the uh, the road class and the Z ninety five before May twenty seventh, and our event goes into July. So we are certain to have a points adjustment in the middle of the event. So what we are going to do, because I can't say personally, I cannot stand to live on old points. I could not do, you know, five or four more weeks or however much with, uh, with old points while looking at people flying new stuff. So we will complete the round that we are on when those new points drop. And then we will take a week off, allowing players to update their list, change their list and use the new points. And then we will go back and, and resume the event. So, so it, this it'll throw the stats. This isn't a a an admin heavy. You can you have to edit and amend your existing list to make it legal. This no, is a I, I, I slate clean changing yeah. totally. I talked to the tos about you know should we keep them in the same faction so the faction representation is the same. But no, they were just like let's just let them go wild, and uh, and let let's watch the meta form before our eyes. It does turn into proper wild west at that point, doesn't it? Because oh, yeah. I will say it, it was. Season five, you could change after two weeks if you didn't like. Yes, you could carry on. So that and was I something really that, like that, and and that's something that only got dropped because we wanted to do five rounds. I know that's something that Maui and I are really uh, passionate about, which is that we would like to see most events be five rounds instead of six. Um, and so we we 
we said, you know, we can't go proselytizing five rounds of Swiss for events if we won't do it in our own event. Um, so previously, uh, the last Kyber Cup was six rounds, and you could change your round at you could change your list after round two and still make cut at four and two. Um, and that's something we loved, but because we were adamant about five rounds of Swiss, it, it didn't really work out. Do you want to do you want to talk a bit about that about five rounds and why it's why it matters because i have seen kind of the edges of it and i've seen uh mike uh, maui um kind of talking about it mm-hmm. when it when it piques his interest at any point in a, in a given um discord chat um mm-hmm. when he starts going on about it what's the what's the what's the logic what's the rationale behind five rounds being better than six uh, it's just time, right? I mean, it, there's a a point for me as a streamer and for he as a player, and I think other players as well, where it's like it can feel like a slog. It can stop to f- stop feeling like a a hobby and a fun game, and and feel like this is a job and something I must endure and get through. Um, and I, I think it, I think there's such thing as too much of a good thing. Um, I think it's prohibitive to people who want to travel to events. Uh, I've definitely done travel to an event at 5 a.m shoot the event until i think 1 a.m and then try to drive home and that is obscene mm-hmm. um i think it's unsafe so th- that's a small part of it as well um mm-hmm. but yeah i mean i, I think five rounds is a-, is a little more palatable um it-, it seems like less of a slog uh but yeah i mean it's it's up to you guys how do you feel about it do you is six rounds the right amount for you I mean, when so when we run our big in-person events, they tend to mm. run for a weekend, and you know there's hotels around. But the UK had a there was a break point in about 2017 when the regionals all moved from being one-day events to being two-day events, mm-hmm. um, and that was because the regionals were getting so big that they were 64 players and people were traveling the length of the country, and they were starting the events at nine nine thirty in the morning running six rounds of Swiss and then running a top 16 cup Mm -hmm. um, all in the same night. So they were getting through, you know, whatever, six, seven, eight, nine, potentially 10 games of X-Wing. And people were leaving at two, three o'clock in the morning, um, having played through and then driving three, four hours to get home. Um, And exactly the same thing. It was people saying it's, it's not safe. So people were dropping from tournaments simply because they, you know, they they didn't want to have to get home at three, four o'clock in the morning. But then you had the the hilarious thing, which is, um, and I think it happened to Tim, might have been Tim, not as the driver, but um, where the passenger or one of the people in the car share um, of for the driving to two and a half hours to go to a tournament um, makes top table. And the other three guys, one of whom went three and three, and has been sitting there all day, <laughs> just wants to go home, can't leave, uh, because yeah. one of the people in the car is still playing, and everyone's yeah. kind of sitting around just being like, oh, man. But, like, um, we're we're thinking about, like, I guess if you run a big event that's, uh, like, kind of a weekend, <laughs> going, and there's over, like, 100 people, going mm-hmm. to six rounds kind of makes sense, because, you know, most people are in hotels that are nearby, and people who aren't live close enough that it's not a massive problem because they're coming back the next day anyway to play the rest of the event but um yeah if you're running a like a one day or having five rounds of swiss and then like a top four means that at the very most people are going to be leaving at like 10 p.m um, yeah. rather than 1 2 a.m so 
yeah, fair enough. Uh, um, jump in there two sets. So um, yeah, yeah, go on. So I was the uh, obviously the events manager at Element Games when we uh, we started obviously running the regionals, and I come from a forty k background where the norm for the big events is two days, and it's just it's just what you do. And it always used to baffle me with X Wing why why we'd do like five five rounds say of Swiss or whatever it is, and then do a top sixteen cup. Um, or even like six rounds and you know, you know top sixteen cut or top thirty two cut or whatever, and it almost it, it turned into an endurance game, uh, you know, an endurance yep. competition at that point. It's not who was the best at X wing; it was who could handle sleep deprivation and <laughs> you know tiredness and um, uh, you know energy levels and all that sort of stuff. And I remember it was I think it was a Patriot regional. Uh, like Rasta was playing. I can't remember who he was playing, um, but. In the middle of the game, he just picks up his falcon and like almost undamaged, and took it off the board. And then he was like, "Oh, I know why I've done that," and went and put it back. And like his opponent let him put it back, but his opponent could have said, "Well, no, you've removed moved the ship from the board or whatever." And he's obviously done it because he's tired. Um, and yeah, I, for, for me, it's just well, that's not what the game's about. That's not what the competition's about. And I remember when we went, we when I announced the regional, is it going to be a two day? I actually got some messages from people saying that you know they wouldn't come because it was over two days. You know, if 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 they couldn't make day two or they wouldn't didn't want to give up a weekend, you know, they would be now effectively boycotting the event. Mm-hmm. And we still sold what 120, 130 tickets. Um, yeah, and it was yeah. fun for two days. Yeah, it was a side yeah. event and everything. Like I think at that point, when you get to that level of event, that size of event, you have to make it enjoyable for everybody and it's not just that elite few that want to slog it out in the early hours of the morning i'll be honest i didn't want to to after 10 rounds um mm-hmm. so like you know once we're done six all right everybody get, let's go to the pub have a drink um you know have, have a chat about how the day's gaming has gone we'll come back tomorrow and we'll, we'll you know actually you know sort of determine the winner um but yeah, I think um, that, story, that story you were saying, I'm not sure if it was, I certainly didn't make it the top table, but it was at Beanie where I made cut and nobody else did. And yeah. Will Pinter was driving. Uh, yeah, I, remember. I, I think I got knocked out in the first round of the cut anyway. And I, I was riding shotgun and I dozed off and then I woke up as Will was going out, like, you know, you know the rumble strip on the side of the road. And we must, <laughs> we must have had about five, 10 meters worth of visibility and thick fog. And uh, it's, it was, I was, Quite scared for my life at the time, so um, yes, yeah, I, 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 I will say um, I'm a massive advocate of uh, yeah two two day events or big big rounds or not even just playing the full rounds of Swiss. Like sometimes you could drop a round of Swiss and and increase cut by one round, mm-hmm. and then you know those players at the top that want to you know that competitive can can play that, but those casual players have still had a good day's worth of gaming. But that's my thought. Yeah. I, I... I, mean, I will say thought... there was a uh, there was a, a guy in my chat who went to a a tournament in Australia and he played Swiss. He made cut and he was like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna drop." You know, I couldn't play day two, but I played enough X wing and I did well and I feel good about it. So, I mean, even if you don't want a two day event, I think you can go and do five rounds and feel pretty good about yourself. Yeah, and that, that's what we call doing a Dan slob, and it infuriates Bob D um, because he went six and zero at nationals and then dropped because he had to go and pick up a new car the next day, and Bob has <laughs> never forgiven him. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, what, one of the things um, I'm kind of looking at the way that events are running in America at the moment, where it's an X and one cut, and you know, you, you've basically resolved 
the um the cut by the time you play to five. So if you say anybody who's four and one um after five rounds um is gonna be in our cut, um, you know, then you get the people who'll probably be in cut anyway if you played a sixth round. Um, an awful lot of it is kind of already predetermined. You've got a bunch of people who are five and zero. Oh, um, you've got a bunch of people who are four and one. Um, you say, well, we can all play in cut tomorrow um, mm -hmm. instead of, or you know, later instead of you know playing another game to decide which of you gets into cut to play another game. Um, we'll just turn it into cut from this point. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm starting I like to... a bigger cut. It, it makes it I... more interesting. I'm a fan of a standard top 32 cut simply because you do see a lot of people go, this is my first cut. They're getting on a four and two and then, you know, they get to even go with a couple of rounds in a, in the cut. Uh, I like my six day, uh, six game uh, days followed by yeah. a cut the next day as well. That getting to creep in, that, that just getting to creep in just under the... Like by one yeah, or two FOV or whatever against it, the, the, the next player. That helped me as a player as well, because I always used to go like four and two, but never make cut. But then I'd, I'd say, right, my next step is five and one, but I'd end up getting in cut because I, got, I was getting a good four and two. And then I've managed to build to five and ones and stuff like that. But I, mm -hmm. I do, I, I am just a fan of selfishly because it's helped me in the past. But I think four and two and still be able to get in cut, I think is better for everyone else in my opinion how true that is i don't know but it feels better for me yeah and i mean i think there's a balance to be struck i think that that you know you'd had you do what's right i think as scott said earlier you do what's right for your event you know you, you run the thing that's going to work for you and for your players and for your you know your event space um you know if you've got players driving three hours wanting to play the full event then you might want to reduce it um, but if you've got everybody in hotels for a full weekend, you know, if it's like the big expo events or the big convention events where it's a destination, you know, you can you can do what you want. You can run seven cut rounds. doesn't matter. People are <laughs> going to be happy to be playing X-Wing. It's fine. But, you know, there was a point, I think, where um, we had Alex Watkins on um, a good a good couple of months ago now. Um, and he was talking, you know, the, the, the UK system opens were getting to the point where they were looking at, do we have to run a seventh round of cut? because there's six, nearly 600 people coming to play X-Wing, will we be able to get a resolution? And that was the point when they changed the structure for to making it, you know, if you get, if you, you're right when you lose two games. Um, yeah. But until that point, you can still make it. So cool. That's inter an interesting little sidetrack that I wasn't expecting to talk about. So thank you, <laughs> Beth, for that. Um, no it's always a bit interesting. Um, cool. So um, if you want to get involved in future seasons of either the cups or the leagues um of the kyber cup then i guess you can go to hexildgaming.com and click on the button that says kyber cup yes and i believe there's a, a chat command in there exclamation point kyber that works in the discord and in uh, in my twitch chat yeah and uh, kyber has its own um discord server as well where so you can keep the thing separate and you can just have it you know muted until you um you hear that there's a kyber cup and then unmute it yeah. <laughs> so, um, or, and it's it's quiet when there's not an event on anyway it's it, it doesn't I, I, will, I will say that is something personally like i try to use everyone pings so rarely that I, i'm like please don't mute me please like if i'm tagging you all it is very important i need you to fill out this form so that i can send you prizes please do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah every at everyone is a privilege not a right is the thing yeah. <laughs> you have to remember um 
cool. Um, the only other thing I think that we want to talk about is um, we we got some more spoilers. I mentioned at the start. Um, we got three Z ninety five pilots, clone Z ninety five pilots, which I am reliably informed that Ben has up and has been practicing reading them the whole time we've been talking. I, mean, so... I won't go that far. I've definitely got them up. <laughs> do you want to do you want to run us through them, mate? Hold on. That's Have you lost fun. them now? No, no, I'm looking which one's the most fun. Because um, <laughs> one of them's really interesting and I quite like it. Anyway, so, the, the end. <laughs> yeah, that's my plan. <laughs> There's one called Killer, who's um, Initiative 2. Um, and he's got... So it's while you perform an attack, if a defender has two or fewer hull remaining, you may roll one additional dice. If you do, gain a depleted token after rolling attack dice. So that's quite nice. Um, we're okay. in initiative two. At least he's probably going to be on the lower end of the firing order. Yeah, and not limited to primary. No, it's not the point. I hadn't thought of that. And so, what are the ships that you can think right off the bat that only have two hull? Inquisitor ties, A wings, <laughs> V wings, V wings. Yep. Oh Oof. wow! Oh, so yeah. wait a minute. This isn't health. This is hull. Yep. Yeah. So it doesn't have how many shield. shields you've got. I hadn't oh. even thought of that. <laughs> this it, he's going to be a two pointer as well, isn't he? You know it. No way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy! I hadn't even thought about that. I thought when it said two or three, I'd read that as health, but it's hull, and hull and shields are different. Well, I was thinking I, like wow. he's a, he's actually really good against other Z ninety fives. Yep. Yeah. Because they're all two hull. <laughs> Take that blount. Even if he's <laughs> even if he's just in inverted commas, a three a three red dice Z ninety five against anything that's got two health, uh, two hull, and two or three shields, because um, that's a lot of that's a lot of ships. Yep, I'm not being funny. If they release another two pointer, and we've just got like so many two, but I'm just going to be mad. I think but we're going to change the two pointers. Let's be honest. They they have said that they're going to. To update the points and, and do a, a review, um, and the last time they said they were going to do that, they did all sorts of crazy stuff that we couldn't even have imagined. So, um, yeah, we're we're gonna. I, I uh, really I, like the mad points changes. I think it's interesting because let's be honest, we're never going to get perfect balance. Let's just have hey hey crazy every now and then. Yeah, uh, here's the, the the fun thing about this is it's still a Z ninety five. It's still got two green dice, um, and it's still got a terrible dial. Which <laughs> it is know, an awful it, dial. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine as long as it doesn't get stressed. But it wants to be. Well, it, it doesn't want to be stressed. One of the other ones wants to be stressed. But no, it wants to be depleted though. So it, it does kind of still want to be doing the, yeah. the blue maneuvers to clear it. it. It's just one forwards all the time, isn't it? Basically, I think you've got two banks, haven't you, as well? Yeah, one, one, two, and three forward, and two banks on a Z nine. Is it the exact same dial? Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm a little bit disappointed at that, if I'm honest. Yeah, it's a I was hoping it'd be like a, a a little bit better dial, just because it's supposedly like a new at this part time period, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's a completely different sculpt, <laughs> and it's a completely different looking ship from the the old model. So I am a bit surprised that they haven't given it a different dial, but it's fine. a bit lazy from FFG there, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put the blame in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, 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 the correct acronym. That's fine. Um, do, should we do... Who are you doing next? Yeah, so next we've got an initiative three, which is Drift. 
And it's this, um, when a friendly ship at range 0 to 1 performs an attack, if you have one non-lock red token, or exactly, exactly one. Yeah. one orange token, that ship may re-roll one attack dice. <laughs> so there's a lot of junk that needs to happen for you to re-roll one attack dice. So this is a, a friendly at range 0 to 1. So somebody, a mate nearby, if you have exactly... One non-lock red token, so you can't just lock him at the start with one of your ships um, to give everybody rerolls, or one orange token, then they can get a reroll. Okay, so it's like Howl Runner, but with more conditions. Um, it's not there's, just there's range a lot zero of one loops you have to jump through just to get a little one dice attack reroll when you've got lats rolling around. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, you could also just take sinker. Yeah, but I'm gonna guess that drift is cheaper than sinker though. Oh, well, yeah. I, I also, you know, clearly they're kind of saying from his, his nickname being Drift that they want him to be barrel rolling and then he barrel rolls and it's red and then you probably have Warthog flying around in a Z95 next to him so that when he gets initiative killed he gets to hang around and give everybody rerolls <laughs> for that one turn. Drift though, he should be able to side slip. He should. When or I saw just... the name... Sorry, yeah. go on Scott, go on. I was just going to say he bulldozes into people and takes those red focuses over and over again and gets a reroll. Look at you. That's like 4D chess, big brain moment there. <laughs> I'm, I'm wrecking my mind while you're talking. I'm like, all right, let's go through every red token and every orange token and see, is there anybody in Republic that will give you those? I guess he'll just be taking red focuses, maybe. And that yeah. way you'd have double mods. Yeah, just slam him forward, oh, red moves, it, deliberately bumping into people. He gets a disabled power regulator, and you think, oh, no, it's nowhere it's going. But he's like, oh, everyone gets rerolls now, mate. <laughs> Go on, shoot me with an eye. Shoot me with your ion missile. I dare you. <laughs> Get happy, happy place. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, um, I, I like this last one. Yeah, no, it's fun, isn't it? I'm not sure whether it's good, but it's definitely fun. So the next one is, an, again, Initiative 3. Um, it's called Stub. Uh, while you defend, if the speed of your revealed manoeuvre is even, roll one additional defence dice. While you perform a primary attack, if the speed of your revealed maneuver is odd, roll one additional attack dice. Okay, so if you do a one forward, you roll three reds. If you do a two forward, you roll three greens. Yeah. I like that, because you can either do, obviously, a move that's the best move, or sometimes you can be like, well, I kind of really need to roll an extra red dice here, or you know, I need to go defensive here, so I'm going to do the even roll or something. It's yeah, just it reminds fun. me of. It reminds me. I think um, one of the quad jumpers has a has an ability that. Oh, so oh it's like, yeah, your speed revealed maneuvers, defense mm-hmm. dice, isn't it, or something? I can't remember. Yeah. And then obviously Rick Olay refers to the speed of maneuvers for his ability. Um, and there's a few other things. There's another one, isn't there, about dice. matching speed, and then they can't spend yeah. tokens or something. Denny Elberger. Oh yeah, there you go. That's the one. Wasn't there an a one point upgrade? A one point yeah, a one point upgrade that allowed you to do something like was it cruise missiles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to smash in at five to oh, throw as many dice right. as possible. That was towards the end, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. They, they, were the, they were the they were the ones that weren't broken because harpoon missiles turned out. <laughs> yeah, up. those were the non harpoon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody they, used them. They were harder and you had to spend the lock to fire them. Yeah. Or you could just do the four dice harpoon. Good and harpoons are wholesome. 
nope, token nope. sharing. Harpoon uh, yep. for everyone. <laughs> I do agree. Stub has a really cool ability, and it's fun to think about. Um, and I just wanted to point out somebody. Somebody had already pointed this out to me, but the artwork has the Umbaran fighters from Clone Wars, I think. Uh, and oh. I think somebody had been um, talking about how they wanted to see those in X-Wing for the Separatists. And I always thought they looked stupid, but something about this art, I kind of <laughs> liked them. And I, I think they could come to Separatists. That would be pretty cool. They I want the Umbarans. Yeah. Before we get the Umbarans, I want the Fanblade. I want Asajj Ventress's ship. Oh, right. Yep. <laughs> What's the um the... the... Uh, Dooku's one with the, the parachute out the front of it. That's a oh. solar sailor. It's a yacht. We won't get yeah. that. Ah, okay. That's the same as the, the big shiny silver Naboo yacht thing. It'll never be in the Pretty game. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. As cool as it looks, it'll never be in the game. Yeah. I I, I do like, I just kind of low-key love this, um, this ability just because it's weird and janky and yeah. You'll inevitably end up forgetting about it half the time. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch chat will go mad because you didn't roll enough green dice and you died. And... Or he'll roll too many attack dice. Mm. He yeah, did an odd move. <laughs> he rolled three greens and three reds that turn. He can't have done both. Um, and it's your revealed maneuver. So if you can then have a way to change it or edit it or change your speed, then it's uh, don't matter. It's your revealed maneuver. So... Yeah, I like them. I like them. I'm going to get them. Um, obviously, another pack of Z95s. Why not? To go with my new at least pack the of Y And you can see, yeah. it look, at least it's different. The Scum Y Wing and the Rebel one was exactly the same. So I said um, earlier I was going to um, do a quick shout out for Dave. I was just joking there about having another pack of Y Wings. Um, one of the local shops in Manchester had a 50% sale off a bunch of stuff, um, Star Wars stuff on uh, the 4th of May um, and uh, somebody posted up a picture of a bunch of Legion stuff and there was like some Star X-Wing stuff in the corner and I was like that looks like a Resistance Y-Wing double pack with 50% off <laughs> so I was like messaged him and was like can you, can you just, if you're there, can you just buy me that and I'll, I'll send you some money because that's that's a really good deal. And it was like, oh, I'm not there. It's somebody in the Legion group sorting it out. Um, so anyway, uh, they, they said he, he left it at that. And then uh, Dave um, messaged me and said, there's resistance Y-wings in Traveling Man at 50% off. Do you want them? And I was like, uh, as it happens, I've just messaged somebody else about that. And yes, yes, I would. Um, so um, he, he put them into the, the big Legion order and they came out 15 pounds for uh for two resistance y wings so now i own four um and I <laughs> now you have, run. you have to fly four it's just um, there is a good list that has three um and i'm looking for a good list that has four it's one that um mark myers from america flew at adepticon um so i'm gonna give it a try um but the cool thing is because dave um basically said he didn't want money off me for them um because i've given him a lift to a few places like down to Borden brum and other places <laughs> like that and i don't care because i'm driving anyway and I, I appreciate the company but he just said no we'll call it square it's fine and i was like oh you're a nice man there you go <laughs> love can't you use the fourth one as a hood ornament I, what <laughs> on my gauntlet i could do <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> which, which of those gauntlets is yours? Oh. It's the one that looks like a Rolls Royce. Um, <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, anyway, um, I think I think we're done before we start to go mad. Um, so I, I've done my shout out. Um, but again, it was brilliant to Element. And I know some of the new guys that have come and down to Element were asking about the podcast and might be listening. So it's awesome to see you all and I hope to get to play. Um, Jack, Jake, Josh, John, and all the <laughs> other people with four letter names that start with a J that have started. Jerome, um, Jamie. No, those those uh, names are far too long. They're all four letters and start with uh, a J and end and end with a hard K or K sign. So um, it's, it's very very confusing. Jezebel. Um, but we had um, like from a couple of months ago, where Ben and Ben, Dave, and I um, were sitting looking at each other, going, "Well, this is two weeks in a row. There's been the three of us." <laughs> and then and then Matt turned up and then a few other people turned up and I think last Tuesday we had 11 or 12 in at one point didn't we yeah um, yeah it's, it's kind it's of slowly so, which is nice yeah. and that wasn't for a, a game night kit or anything that was just mm-hmm. casual play like people just coming down to shoot the breeze and play games of X-Wing so it was lovely lovely to have a, a really busy kind of couple of rows of tables going um, all at the same time so it's fantastic um, have you any shout outs Ben mate uh, yes, just just what just Ashok because um, he's taking a step back from X Wing right now, and I'll just miss him around. And he's still telling people that if they would just go to the <laughs> League Rules channel, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's probably going to take a, a slight step away as well from that role because he, he won't be playing as much. I'll just he's, be sad that I won't see him around as much. He's he's done a lot of good stuff. He's set up a lot of good stuff. Yeah, he's helped helped me a lot. Yeah, so so we don't need to do it in the future um, as well. So cool. Um, Liam, other than board in Brum, any shout outs? Uh, I am going to mention that board in Brum does have a tournament this Saturday. That I would like to see lots of people at that and be cool. And I'm not playing, so it's all the more reason to come down and play. So you'd have to look at my face across the table. Just a fair uh, warning, though, it could be a train wreck because Liam's supposed to be running it. Yeah, that is also true. <laughs> I'm re- uh, reasonably, reasonably confident that there'll be somebody there with um, event running experience who can, who can help him out. <laughs> is, is that my that is, Yeah, say hello there. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to shout out Scott as well for Kyber. Yeah, and thank you. again, Conifer keeping it fun. The most relaxed team tournament where all rounds take between four and six weeks because we just yeah, don't... but I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, having fun with it. It's all good. Oh, um, actually, one more. Uh, Jordan Bishop for winning the Western Door Champ. Yeah, I say Western. I think it was Western Supermare. He's got his uh, coin. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I denied him with the coin last time, didn't I? So yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott. Have you got your uh, Have you got your Oscar speech ready in your inside pocket? Yes, I've got my uh, my list of patrons ready. So let's go down them in alphabetical order. Uh, now, I, <laughs> let's. Uh, I, I want to shout out uh, Maui and Dan. They are both um, tremendous. They they help me organize the Kyber events and all the Hexiled events. They help me judge, help me organize, and and everything along the way. They are tremendous. Um, Adam Hill uh, donated two of his ships to get painted for this event because we shipped three of them, uh, three new ships to Enigma Wargaming, and they got stolen off of his porch. But um, Adam uh, heard the call, and he sent two of his very own ships to be painted, and then I I bought a new uh, V-Wing. So thanks to him, and thanks to Enigma Wargaming. Fantastic paint jobs. Um, Thank you also to... He's actually one of us. (laughs) He plays with us, yeah. He he, he plays awesome. in our store. We've all got 
bags full of full of Enigma wargaming chips from when he started, um, <laughs> and he was he was learning his trade. So you know he's got so so good now. Like his stuff is amazing. It's um, incredible. Like, Ben, Ben, you had a custom modified and painted squad when you went to Worlds in 2019. And, I, and I, anything, did. any big events I go to, I always get Jace to do me something. He's fantastic. Yeah. You, I don't know if you've seen it before, Rich, but I've got that Falcon. I got a really heavily modified Falcon done yeah, by yeah. him as well. Yeah, I've seen that and been jealous of it um, yeah. a couple of times. It wasn't cheap, <laughs> but it's not as good as the Spider-Man uh, quad jump he did for you. I know that's amazing. Which you he could did never a, use at an official tournament. <laughs> he did a, a natty can quad jumper for me once. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I, uh, one thing I noticed is I didn't have enough fire sprays in my collection, so he's currently doing that on the fire spray for me. Um, so I also <laughs> want to shout out Connor, although Liam already beat me to it. Uh, and also Jonathan Hall. He's already been shouted out this episode, but he gets an extra one. Nicest guy next one. Yeah, he's awesome. Do you he know, Johnny, Johnny messaged me. Because of COVID, we both missed out going to see Beauty and the Beast in the theatre. The the West End show in the theatre came to Manchester. We both missed out on seeing it. Um, but my wife and kids missed out as well. Um, and he just messaged me and was like, I had this message from the theatre saying that they're, they're basically shipping tickets really cheap for the last week of the run, um, if you're interested. And I was like, oh, thanks. Went and booked some more tickets so we can actually go and watch the show that we were all really sad that we missed out on. And it was like, that was just such a nice thing to do. <laughs> like everybody else would have just been like, delete them, cross. I don't want to do it. And he was like, oh, I'll just forward this on to somebody who I know was grumpy that they missed out. So, yeah, you're right. He's a lovely, lovely man. Anyway, X-Wing needs more people like him. Yep. Um, any other shout outs, Scott? Uh, you know, one last NW Vader. Uh, I know he wasn't super happy with the, the changes at 2.5, but he is still my Supreme Chancellor. He's the highest um, tier on my patron. So he even despite uh, not loving what has you know uh, happened to X-Wing recently, he still supports me at the highest tier possible. So thanks to him. Fantastic. And that's it. We're, we're going to um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens on the or by the 27th um, and whether they make wholesale changes. And we'll we'll talk about that. Um, as it comes up or or as it happens um we'll have hot takes and then slightly colder takes um over the the kind of coming weeks um but um that's us done for tonight so i'm just gonna run around and i'm gonna say goodbye from scott thank you very much for having me guys it was lovely oh you're welcome man thank you for coming on um goodbye from liam Oodles. uh goodbye from ben bye uh goodbye from tim goodbye uh, and goodbye for me. Ta-da. I'm gonna spin his jaw. Finish. Take man's twix by force. Take it. Send man shot by force. Send it. Your girl knows I've got the sauce. Flexing. No ketchup. Night. Just sauce. Saucy. Raw sauce. Ah. Uh. Yo. Boom. Ah. The tingles. Skitty keep. Pop. Pop.